Welcome to Confidence Rockstar Podcast, a place where you will find inspiration, motivation, and let's say, kick in the bottom to take action and create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Alex Grzybek, and I'll help you quiet that little voice inside your head saying, you can't do this. So you have the courage to go for what you've always wanted on your terms. Every week, I'll bring you some confidence golden nuggets, present an awesome interview in order to empower you to step up your game. It's time to choose happy and shine. It's time to become a confidence rockstar. Let's dive deep. Hi everyone, it's Alex Grzybek here, host of Confidence Rockstar Podcast, and welcome to the next episode of our show. And today I have a very, very special guest for you, Caroline Bellinger, all the way from Australia. So from across the globe, I'm in Europe, she's in Australia, and you know, it's the beginning of the day for me, it's the, almost the end of the day for her, but it's so amazing that I can bring her here to you today. And we will be talking about something amazing today that actually our success comes from within. And many people think that we need to have all the strategies out there in order to be successful. But Caroline will share her amazing story, how it's actually the other way around. So welcome, Caroline. Thank you very much for being here. Hey, Alex, it's fabulous to be here. I'm excited to share some little bits of information and hopefully inspire some women to start being more confident. Perfect. I'm so thrilled to have you here because like we were chatting just behind the scenes and also like, you know, learning a little bit more about your story because Caroline and I will be speaking together at upcoming Woman Thrive Summit in March 2023. So I had the opportunity, we had the opportunity to see each other quite regularly recently <laughs> And, you know, she has been featured in Woman Thrive magazine. So, you know, go there and check out her um, latest article. I will put like, you know, all the links here. But right now, let's just go back like to, to Caroline and her story. So let me just quickly introduce her to you in like few words, but she will tell you more about her in a, a moment. So Caroline is a self-esteem coach business coach and award-winning entrepreneur, mental health advocate, and wellness warrior. She is the founder of Be The Impossible, where she is coaching and inspiring thousands of women to overcome their own life obstacles and create fulfillment and joy. And she is also a warrior and a very sporty person. She has climbed to the Everest-based camp and competed in national sporting teams, including including representing Australia in triathlon at the age of 50 and world champion surf life saving in 2022. So she dedicated her whole life to empowering women through speaking, through books, coaching programs, and online education. So I'm so looking forward to hear a little bit more, you know, about your story. So Caroline, tell us a little bit like about you. I mean, you know, right now you have a business, you are helping other women, but I know it's not always been this way for you. So tell us a little no. background story because it's always very powerful. 
Yeah. And you know, every time, the fascinating thing is every time I get introduced, I sort of go, oh, my God, is that me? Did I do all that? Because my, you know, wind back 20 years, 40 years, um, it certainly wasn't like that. I um, experienced childhood sexual abuse from 7 to 17, and that then led to, you know, 20 years of addiction, mental illness, um, suicide attempts, and I was full of self-hatred. I had so much anxiety just to talk to people unless I had alcohol involved. So to be here today and be able to talk about my amazing life now, you know, I guess that's what drives me because, I, you know, I'm so passionate for women that it doesn't matter where you're at right now. And, you know, we, we all go through really challenging times, but keep hope and, and keep going and, you know, and find, and that's, you know, what I share, little strategies that can just get you through the most difficult times because, you you know, everyone's amazing and they deserve happiness and success. Wow. Yes. It's, I always love like hearing the behind the scenes stories, like how you got like to the place where you are now, because very often, especially when we look online and it's actually the media creates this kind of thing. Oh, she's an overnight success. Yes. I do not believe in anything like that, that there is nothing like overnight success. And we don't know the journey. We don't know the story behind it all. So uh, yeah, well, it's amazing that you've been through a lot, but you are the proof that it doesn't matter where you come from or what you've been through you can always turn your life around so how did you how did you do that I mean because you know you have experienced trauma you said that you were addicted and you know you had like suicidal attempts and other things so I mean what changed was it like a I don't know certain day or a person or I mean what what caused the change um yeah, I think it was like just like it was a slow decline into dysfunction, it was probably a, a slow rise out. Um, the biggest probably factor for me was I had my son when I was 32. So I'd just been pretty much overseas for a few years, came back, um, found out I was pregnant at five months. Yes, I know. Um, I had no intention of having children. I was still drinking and using a few drugs and things. Um, I was really full of, I'd just broken up with a boyfriend in America, so I was a mess. Um, so to then find out I was pregnant uh, was just like at the time felt like the worst thing that could happen to me. Uh, so I actually went through the process of adoption and then when my son was born, I was still going through with him. On about day five, I just looked at him and went, guess we're stuck together. Um, was I maternal? Absolutely not. I, yeah, I could give back the baby days any time at all. Um, but I guess, you, um, you know, I went to live with my parents too, just to carry on that story. My dad got cancer a few months later and he passed away when my son was one. So it was a very difficult year on top of everything else. Um, fast forward again, another six years. So when my son was seven is when I went to rehab 
and did a six-month residential rehab. Um, and I think part of that was he was just such a delight. And I know everyone says that about their kids, but he was an old soul. He was calm. He was the perfect baby. You know, it was like the universe went, oh, my God, she can't even cope with a perfect baby. So we'll just make it extra perfect. He never cried, slept right through, ate everything like um, a dream. Um, so I think then it was this shame and guilt that, you know, I was having blackouts. I did go to hospital on a suicide attempt when he was three and got taken into hospital. Um, he actually remembers that as being one of his best days ever because he got to ride in an ambulance, <laughs> you know, which is which is interesting as I've moved forward in, you know, uh, working with NLP and mindset and all that on how we view the world. So here am I being taken to hospital as an attempted suicide attempt, here's someone else, my son, in the ambulance who still remembers it as the best day of his life because he was just excited about the ambulance. So how we perceive things is so important, even in really um, toxic, dysfunctional, um, stressful situations. We still have the capacity as humans to find something of hope or of solution. Um, so yeah, from that, I guess I just it was I was full of guilt and I was having blackouts. I couldn't remember cooking him dinner. I, you know, throughout my addiction, I had great jobs and I held down really good jobs. Um, I was a highly functional addict, you know, which, and I know I speak to a lot of women who are, who have that. Um, so on the outside, actually, they, people think they're confident because when they're at a party or out, they're the life of the party, you know, even, you know, they'll just use alcohol to build up their confidence, but deep down inside, you know, they're full of self-doubt, full of um no self no self-love uh so yeah so my son would be the driving force uh to me getting sober doing six-month residential rehab uh and from there it just got better that was 13 years ago now so yeah wow. I have a goosebumps just listening like you know to this story because like you said that it was like the kind of the worst day of your life mm -hmm. the worst time of your life yeah. when you found out that you're pregnant but it, yeah. it actually saved you on so many yes. levels yes and yeah, you wouldn't expect that like the moment when you found out but actually life had a different plan for you so it's it's well it's amazing and you know congratulations on all that and what you said that the perception how we view things is so mm. powerful the way we even look at we cannot turn back the time yes I mean we cannot forget the past but we can also change the way how we view that whatever trauma and uh, things happened um, to us so Wow, wow. <laughs> it is very, very, very powerful. So tell us, like, you know, how do you, like, you know, at the beginning of this talk, we said that success comes from within. Yes. So what do you mean by that? If you can expand a little bit on that. Yeah. So I guess when I got sober, um, they said, don't make any big changes. So I went back to university. Um, <laughs> I'm not good at following rules. Um, so 
I was doing university, which was a great goal for me. So I it gave me purpose. Um, I then was doing AA, but I found that a little bit depressing. So that's when I came across running. And when I went, once, once I started running a bit better, um, I found that when I ran, my stress was released, my mental health was better. So it wasn't, it was the journey and the process of doing things. So it was the process of studying. It wasn't about getting my degree. And in the running, it wasn't about, you know, like I said, last year, I was world champion in Italy in 2K beach run. But it's never been about that. The, when I go for a run, I change from within. And it changes our whole physiological state but also just our mindset and how we view the world. So that's when I guess I started connecting that mind and body. And, you know, it's a wheel. You know, when we're more positive in the mind, we start doing things that are healthier. But when we're doing things that are healthier, we have a positive mind. So it, it does go in cycles. So you can start with one and end with the other. Um and I guess what I found, I, you know, went on to uh, do, first off, I opened a gym that was, I was working in corporate, which was full of, I ended up leaving because it was very toxic and bullying, which I'm sure there'll be women out there who've been in corporate. And, you know, and that really pushes your confidence down. You know, so here I was, achieved all these things, finished my degree, was a, you know, a manager at a large corporate, uh, a successful single mom you know, doing my running and competing. And, you know, within six months, I lost all of that confidence because of a toxic workplace. So I put all my energy into my gym um, because even through that, I felt better when I exercised. And it made such a difference. It kept me sober. It kept me, my mental health manageable. And I just wanted to share that with other women. So, that was sort of the journey there to find that it wasn't, you know, working, it wasn't looking at an end result. It was about being able to focus on where I'm at now and being okay with that. And I think this is a big one for me as well is, you know, and I see it all the time with clients, whether it's health clients or business clients when I do coaching, you know, the minute people are looking for something outside of themselves and not doing the work inside, it all comes tumbling down at some point. Or they get that success that they so desperately wanted, but they're still not happy. So that's why for me, that whole believing in yourself and having self-esteem is like the key to whatever other goal you're going to try and, and reach and it helps you. I agree with you 100%. I'm also like a sports maniac and like it really helped me every single time when I was feeling down. So I salute that like 100%. And uh, I would like to touch on what you just said that, you know, this, if we reach for something outside, but we are not fully accepting who we are, we don't love ourselves, we cannot be happy, we cannot be fulfilled. So how to do that? Like, you know, how do you do this with yourself? How do you do this with other people? Because I'm sure like many women listening to us, 
they do feel this way that they, when I get a job, when I do this, when I have a business, when I hit my whatever months in business, when I lose weight, I will be happy. And I know myself and you know that, you know, it's actually the other way around, but like how to tangibly, you know, implement that. And, and it is hard. And especially, you know, what I found, especially in the fitness industry is, oh my God, everyone wants to sell you a quick fix, you know, or, you know, tech your business, you know, lose six kilos in a week, all that stuff. We're bombarded with it. So it, it's difficult for people to even see past that. Um, but I guess what I'd say to people is, you know, once you be able to accept your flaws I think that's you know one of the big things is being accepting of yourself warts and all you know I know there's parts of me that I still need to work on a little bit that I need to tweak but I'm okay with that Um, and as I've got older I've also learned to be really accepting of aging and look in the mirror and go well I'm not 20 I'm not supposed to look 20 Um, I'm supposed to look 53 um, you know, but it doesn't mean I can't stay healthy and look younger because let's be honest, the people who look the youngest are the happiest. When someone looks happy, they automatically look about 10 years younger. So, again, that's that within. So everywhere I saw these people who were really genuinely happy, they were comfortable with themselves. Um, you know, look, I have a toolbox because everyone's journey is different. So I include, I mean, gratitude is probably my biggest key. And that's having gratitude for little things, including yourself, you know, for those experiences. I always say to someone, you know, your trauma is not here today. You are. And you survived whatever it is to be here today. And that's amazing. You know, be proud of that. And you know, so that's the gratitude side. Then, of course, I do meditation and mindfulness, um, although generally for me that's more active in running or, you know, or I use my meditation every night to go to sleep uh, because my brain's always 100 miles an hour. Um, so there's all of that. There's having purpose. I find, you know, giving as well, giving back to people. There's, I, I, I go like I volunteer in a lot of different organisations, but I just, I love giving because it makes me feel so good. You know, I love seeing other people smile. I love knowing that just something that I've done could help someone else because I know what it's like to feel unsupported, to feel, you know, that nothing goes right, um, to have that self-hatred. And, you know, if I had a, you know, if I had my way in the world, no one would feel like that, um, be sprinkling that kindness everywhere. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, if we, and sometimes something doesn't work, try something else. Don't get stuck on just one, one fallback position. Um, but, you know, I, I think to love yourself I think the biggest lesson I've learned is life is messy. Healing is messy. Um, and don't get caught up in stuff that goes bad or goes wrong or doesn't work out, whether it's relationships or work or you didn't reach a goal or you didn't lose the weight or you yelled at someone in the supermarket, whatever. You know, don't beat yourself up. None of us are perfect. 
And life can be really, you know, we've had a few years of extremely stressful related stuff. So just be gentle with yourself. Because I think once you start being gentle with yourself, that's the greatest form of self-love. Because it means we value ourselves. If we can go, because we say, do we do it to friends all the time? We do it to friends and clients. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, that's okay. Not a problem. But we tend to be highly critical of ourselves. And when we let go of that, it's such an amazing feeling. And it allows you to just be you and comfortable. You know, I'm saying, like, absolutely keep working on yourself. (laughs) This is not a free pass. just to do anything but accept yourself for who you are don't try and be something you're not and find what you're really passionate about what really brings you joy and you know have boundaries around negative people who you hang out with that's why I love you know like the summit and meeting you and the other amazing ladies hang out with people who inspire you that drag you along with their amazing lives because we get to we do get to choose that we do get to choose that and but loving ourselves first makes it easier to make those choices absolutely yes it's very important what you are saying that you know loving ourselves first at the same time working on ourselves to be a better person but not from the perspective oh there is something wrong with me now I need to fix myself but from the love and acceptance and bringing more love and acceptance and joy and gratitude uh, our uh, our way so yeah very 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 beautifully said and as you as you mentioned as well like you know very often when people tend to look for the happiness outside when they find Mm. it it looks like they are still not happy and they are like questioning what the hell is going on so it's not about uh, chasing the 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 dream I mean of course we need to be going for our dreams but with the full heart and from a different uh, different perspective Uh, yes Caroline tell us a little bit more about because you said and I absolutely love this topic, so I would like to expand on that, uh, that, you know, for you, like the physical activity helped you on so many levels. It helped you get sober. It helped you, of course, with your fitness um, routine. It helped you look the way you look. You are saying you are 53, but you definitely don't look like that. And you are this shiny, bright person, but it also helped you with your acceptance, confidence, business and everything. So how would you... Hmm, how would you describe you connect this together? Why physical activity is actually strengthening us and our skills, our mental mm. health, our emotional health and physical health altogether? Yeah. Um, so I guess there's a few different reasons. Um, first off, like I said, physical activity um, has a physiological impact. So we automatically release you know the serotonin and reduce the cortisol so just from the pure act of going for a walk has a positive impact on our body physically uh then you know we can use it like i use my running as a type of mindfulness so it's a chance for me to just get away from the day to day be out in nature i'm a bit 
Yeah, when I talk, I like I much prefer being out in nature when I'm doing my exercise too, because I and I was actually just reading an article yesterday talking about you know the scientific benefits of being outdoors in nature and how that impacts us. Um, but at the same time, every woman out there, um, go to the gym and lift some weights or do some weights at home. I find having lean muscle. A benefit-wise for ageing process for women, especially with um, bone density, metabolism, uh, you probably can't beat resistance-type training. But I find lifting weights, and I don't do heavy weights, but, you know, it's something really empowering about it. There's something really strong. And I love, you know, when I've got to get something down off a cupboard or throw something up or pick something up, I don't have to ask anyone for help because I go, oh, I can, you know, 30 kilos, 40 kilos, I can lift that. <laughs> um, so there's all those impacts. The other amazing thing about exercise too is a lot of exercise I do is around community. So I do a running group. I do park run with other people. I have my boot camp for women where we just come and um, half the time we're working out, half the time we're laughing. Um, so and then we always have coffee afterwards. You know, we all sit down and chat, but it's fun and it's connection and there's no judgment, but we're still moving. So it's combining all of those aspects. At the same time, you know, if someone's starting off, start small. There's no, it's a it's a lifestyle change you want to go for. Um, I don't do any type of diet. I love chocolate um, and I've had a little bit of an obsession with ice cream at the moment. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think we should be able to eat all that good stuff. All food, food is, is fuel for your body um, and it's healthy, you know, just moderation. But don't, don't, de don't deny yourself parts of life um because that that just makes you miserable and that's why i saw in the fitness industry was a lot of misery um because i'm like well if you're not enjoying it you know all those when you're not happy all those impacts on your body are negated so you could be going to the gym doing all the exercise in the world but if you're stressed and unhappy you know you're not going to get the full benefit so just do what you can. You know, I always say do what you can, listen to your body um, and enjoy life. Like, you know, with everything, I just go like at the end of the day, you know, we're here, well, we may be here once, we may be here more times. I don't know the answer to that question, <laughs> um, keeping my options open. But at the same time, we've only got this one life as us. So... You know, for me, it's really important not to spend that time doing stuff that makes us really unhappy. You know, obviously, as in life, there's stuff we don't want to do. Um, and sometimes we have to do stuff to get to another point in life. But if you're stuck, if you're out there sitting there now thinking, I hate my life, um, then do you know what? Find some small thing. It doesn't matter how small. Find some small thing to do that can change that. And then one more small thing, and then one more small thing until you get the life that you really honestly deserve. And, you know, and like I say, one of my favorite sayings is, you are enough. Wherever you are, whatever point in your life, 
whatever the situation is right now, you are enough right now. So just remember that and use that to empower yourself to make the changes you need to make the life you deserve. Beautifully, <laughs> beautifully said, mm. as you are saying, it all comes down to this. Yes, like mm. you are enough loving yourself yes. first. So Caroline, if you can just tell us like maybe two, one or two little, uh, little big golden nuggets that helped you and are helping your clients like to become more confident in whatever they do in life, whether it's business, health, career, relationship, I don't know, life in general. So, you know, just kind of, you know, two little nuggets that um, yep. will inspire our listeners. So I'm, I'm big on goals and taking action. So have the great big goal, but ch chunk it down into small actionable steps. And, you know, motivation is nothing without action. So doing something even imperfectly is better than planning something perfect. So I think it's important. Just do. Just, just go and do stuff. Uh, two, yet yeah, uh, very important to get rid of all the toxic people, environments, um, whether it's TV or the internet, any of that. If that's not bringing you joy, um, don't watch it. Don't be around it. Like we do, I, I love block and delete, you know, and don't get me wrong, you know, people say I'm writing to the news and all that sort of stuff. I don't mind watching the news, but I'm very unemotional about watching it. I watch it for facts, not necessarily people's opinions. Uh, <laughs> because, yeah, you, you go on for, for days. Um, and I think the other nugget I would give is, You do you and let other people do them. We all have our own journey and it's okay for other people to have beliefs that are completely opposite to yours. You know, somewhere you just sit there. I sit there sometimes talking to people going, in my head I'm thinking, oh, my God, what is going on for you? But I just smile and nod my head and go, you do you because <laughs> it's not my place to judge you. Um, the only person I'm responsible for is me. And, you know, I try and stay stay in my lane. I just stay in my lane, you know. Um, and part of staying in that lane too is if it is someone who is toxic of like moving them out of my lane or, you know, sometimes that's difficult because it's people we have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. But I'm I then you move more into a, You can be near them, but not emotionally. Don't give them your emotional energy. Just, you know, hello, goodbye, yes, no, fine. <laughs> I think it's really important to cultivate our environment. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. Like, you know, people we surround ourselves uh, with, uh, well, they have, it's proven, yes, we are the very yeah. five people that we spend the most time with. Mm. So yeah. we need to choose wisely. And as you are saying, sometimes we cannot change, but well, we can. Yes, we can change yeah. the like yeah. the interactions or our perception about them. So yes, yeah. so I really love those tips, like goals and action. 
remove yourself from negative people and, and situation. And number three, you said it was like doing you and let other Just people do doing uh, them. So uh, I, I, I love it. Caroline, thank you so much for being my guest today. I really enjoyed speaking with you. And if you can just uh, tell us where can we find you, like, you know, how people can connect with you. Of yeah. course, like all the links to uh, Caroline will be shared in the show notes of this episode. But if you can just tell us how we can connect with you. Yes, certainly. Um, on my website, uh, carolinebelanger.com. Uh, social media is Instagram and Facebook is Caroline Bellinger Official. Uh, I'm on TikTok. You might see a dance or two there. Uh, <laughs> you're never too old to dance. Um, and LinkedIn, LinkedIn, yeah. So, look, I share little um, self-esteem tips and everything all the time on my social media. I love just being able to just give value to other people that, you know, one thing might resonate with someone and that might change their day. Exactly. Sometimes we just need to, well, I do believe that everything happens for a reason. So sometimes yes. in the right, right moment, we can see the little post or a little, I don't know, information somewhere yeah. here and there. And that can actually change the way how we feel and how we um, go for our dreams, for example. Yeah. Yes. So definitely. Thank you so much for Caroline. And as we share, said at the beginning, like uh, we will be together with Caroline and the speakers at Women Thrive Summit. Caroline, what is your what is going to be your talk about oh yes my talk for the summit is five powerful secrets to heal your self-esteem so you've heard a couple today but i'll be going into more detail oh i love it i so look forward to listening to your talk and yeah. to the summit uh uh in uh, in march so guys thank you so much for watching thank you so much uh, for uh, listening the ones who are listening to this podcast and uh, if you enjoyed this episode as much as we did share it with other people they need to list, uh, hear this message today as well and uh, yes all the links will be shared in the show notes so we can connect with caroline myself um, grab your tickets to women thrive summit and thank you so much and i look forward to um, speaking to you and bringing you other amazing guests in the next episode thank you and bye bye awesome. bye everyone To get started on your confidence journey, I invite you to grab free five-day email course, Confidence Rockstar. You will get five daily lessons sent directly to your mailbox, so you will have access to them anytime you like. You can grab this gift on the website alexgrzybek.com forward slash five days. All of the links to this episode you will find in the show notes below. And one more thing. I want to invite you to my personal website, alexgrzybek.com, where you'll find other podcast episodes and more of the free resources to help you on your confidence journey. Bye for now, and I'll see you in the next episode.